Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Oh, yeah. 
beautiful. Oh, put your hands together for the roses. Are you grateful? Even if you don't understand it, are you grateful? Wow, he made a way. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the word of God. And to deliver the word of God is an anointed servant of God. A pastor, a teacher, and a prophet. Oh, let's welcome Bishop Eddie Fabian. Put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, I cannot feel your excitement today. is celebration Sunday. Make some noise. Hallelujah. Wow, I see you beautifully dressed in your month of bed t-shirts. It's beautiful, isn't it? Hallelujah. It's a blessing. We thank God so much. Tonight, we have our gathering service. Five o'clock is the time. Amen. If I were you, I would not be in a hurry to go anywhere. I'll be here. You can flow through the services. Just be around. Enjoy the day. Sunday is a day for God. Just come and be in the presence of God. You'll be happy. Amen. So don't forget, let's meet tonight, 5 p.m. Well, we want to take our memory verse for today, and then we'll hear the word of God. Psalm 124, verse 7 and 8. Psalm 124, verse 7 and 8. Can we take it together? Ready, go. Psalm 124, verse 7 and 8. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the foulest. The snare is broken and we are escaped our help is in the name of the lord who made heaven and earth psalm 124 verse 7 and verse 8 powerful isn't a powerful scripture okay let's take it together okay it's good to always break it our soul is escaped as a bed out of the snow of the foulest the snare is broken we are escaped our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Right. So let's take it again. Ready? Go. Psalm 124, verse 7 and 8. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the foulness. The snare is broken and we are escaped. 
our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Psalm 124 verse 7 and 8. Wonderful. Is it okay? Or we should try one more time. Okay. Let's take it one more time. Ready, go. Psalm 124 verse 7 and 8. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the foulest. The snare is broken and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Psalm 124 verse 7 and 8. Amen. Can we do it together? I believe we can. Yes, we can. I said, yes, we can. All right. When you start, our soul is escaped. You see that to be flowing. Okay, let's take it together. Ready, go. Psalm 124, verse 7 and 8. Our soul is escaped as a bed out of the snare of the foulest. The snare is broken and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Psalm 124 verse 7 and 8. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for today. We thank you for another time in your presence Thank you, O God, that you sent your word to heal us and to deliver us from all our distractions. This morning we pray that your Holy Ghost will help us, guide us into all truth. Let the entrance of your word bring light and life to us. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. We don't have too much time, but I will try within this short time to share with you once again from this book, How to Neutralize Curses by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Very powerful book. One of his new books that has been released um, is not yet on sale in the bookshop. Just a few will launch last week, but I believe that very soon it's going to come out and you will get your copy. How many are itching to get your copy? Beautiful. How many of you were here during the all night? We prayed and dealt with things, curses, and all that. Amen. So I believe that our soul is escaped as a bed out of the snare of the foulest. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful. So last week, I started sharing with you what is a curse or what a curse is. Amen. And um, I intend to finish up today, just a few minutes. I'll see what I can do. But... Um, turn with me to Revelation chapter 22. Revelation chapter 22. Today I'll be sharing with you 10 biblical definitions of a curse. Revelation chapter 22 from verse 1. The Bible says that, And he showed the pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb, 
Verse 2, in the midst of the street of it, on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Verse 3 is the verse we're looking for. It says that, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God. And of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall save him. So we see a picture of heaven, and the picture that we see here is a picture of a place where there is no more curse. Now, last week I was telling you that a curse is a picture. It's a picture of something. When you see that picture, you know that this is a curse. And um, and I was telling you that doctors have been trained to do that. They go to school and they learn how to identify sicknesses and diseases. They look under your eyes and they can tell what is happening to you. Yes. They listen to your heartbeat and they can tell. They look at the way you are walking. And they can tell you are suffering from Uchashiobo. (laughs) It's a sickness. But that is what they have been trained to do. So they they, they just look out for a certain picture. That that's it. For us also, as believers, God is expecting us when we see a certain picture of whatever, we should be able to tell what it is. And in the case of curses, you can see a picture. Then you know. When you see a place of continual frustration and unexplained misfortunes and um, so much depression and all that, chances are that you are dealing with a case. And sometimes we look at it and we smile. It's as if, oh, I don't know, I'm just not feeling happy. Every day I'm not feeling happy. No, God did not plan that every day you should not be feeling happy. God wants you to enjoy. The Bible says that, Jesus said, I am come that you might have and enjoy life. So if you are not enjoying, then there's something wrong. Romans 14, 17 says that the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but it's in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So when this thing is not happening, something is wrong. And I told you that it's not so easy to define what a curse is. And that's why we give you a picture of it. So when you see it, then you know. So I pray that your eyes will be trained. Yeah. Only five people received that one. I pray that your eyes will be trained yeah. so that when you see a curse, you will know this is a curse. I started last week with you and I told you, number one, that a curse is an appeal to some supernatural power to inflict evil on someone which may cause misery or lead to death. So you will see that somebody goes to a juju man or a malam or whatever and then they make an appeal. I want this person dead. I want this person to be barren that she will never give birth. Yeah. Just... Last week, somebody came to see me after I finished preaching. He said, my sister confessed to me 
that she is responsible for my wife's barrenness. Yeah, just last week as I finished preaching. You know, so these things are real. You may think that we are just saying something. They are real. She told, he told me, he said 13 years. 13 years. We're, we're believing God for a child. Then just whatever. My sister comes to say that she is the one. She took her name somewhere. Say, don't, this woman should never have a child. Anywhere they have taken your name to. Anywhere they have taken your picture to. That you should never do well. That you should never prosper. Today I stand here as a servant of God. And as a prophet of God. I cancel it in the name of Jesus. I release the fire of God into that place. To burn that place. In Jesus name. We cancel it. Our soul is escaped. I said your soul has escaped. Like a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. Whatever trap they wanted to put you in, you have escaped. Lift your hand and say, I have escaped. Amen. It's powerful. Sit down. So we read from Numbers 27 how Balak went to see Balaam. That he will curse the people of Israel. Said because they are too mighty for me. Sometimes people just don't like the way you are doing well. But it shall not happen in your case. Yeah. Number two, a curse is, an, is anything or any expressed wish that some form of adversity or misfortune would befall or attach itself to someone. Hey! In particular, a curse may refer to a wish that harm or hurt will be inflicted on another person by any supernatural power, such as God, through a spell or prayer or magic or witchcraft or a spirit, any of such things. Then it says here, to, to reverse or eliminate a curse is called removal or breaking, and is often believed to require equally elaborate rituals or prayers. So a wish, somebody is there and just makes a wish that you will never make it in life or you should die by the age of 20, by the age of 50. And people just say things like that. Expressed wish. And I tell you, sometimes the faith with which they say the thing, they can take an egg, then they will smash the ground. Then they say something. They mention your name and they say, kri, 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 kri. Yeah. One time, a colleague, a woman, she, somebody has stolen her chicken. Hey. We were all in church. Bishop was preaching that the woman was walking her breast. Just as you can have bare chested, this one was bare breasted. And she was walking and clapping her hand. And she was saying such a thing. Hey. So Bishop was preaching and saw the lady with the breast jumping and people were following her and said, Hey, 
go and find out what is happening here. When they went there, they asked, what is the matter? He said, the woman said, somebody has stolen her chicken. And whoever has stolen it will die. So the thing that she's saying, this is the way she's saying it. She believes she's cursing whoever and express wish. And, and, and the thing is supported by the breast that is exposed. And you now, when you see the breast, you know that, Charlie, trouble has come. Hey! Anywhere somebody has exposed their breast and they have cursed you, may it be canceled in the name of Jesus. May mercy find you. Because maybe you went to eat all the chicken. <laughs> they brought the chicken. He said, where is it from? He said, oh, Papa, yeah. Meanwhile, I didn't free Papa, you. The guy went to catch somebody's chicken. You two, as you are looking at the chicken, give me some to eat. You have cut wrong meat. Yes, we have wrong meat. Did I share that story with you? I didn't share with you. Wrong meat. Oh, you want to hear that story? Okay, I'll tell you. People like to leave, you like to leave too much. There was a certain village, and this village people they enjoy meat and all that. One day, an elephant died, and somebody went to say that an elephant is dead. So people should come. Hey. So people ran to the place. Huge animal. So people were cutting the meat. Cut. This one has a knife too. And this man, you are bathing in your house. I don't even know why he also decided to go. <clears throat> he hadn't finished, but when he had meat, he said, wow, I have to be a part. So he put collar. Do you know collar? <laughs> he tied the cloth like this. He ran to the place. So when he, he was not wearing anything, bolombolums, everything under the cloth. So when he arrived, the people were cutting. So he too, he lifted his leg. The elephant was huge. So he chalked his leg and he was cutting. As he was cutting, not knowing there was a small boy who couldn't reach far. He was just using his hand to do this. Then he held the man's bolombolums. He thought it was part of the meat. He came with a very sharp knife. Then he cut the thing like shout. The man stood there and said, mm, Obiecha wrong meat. Somebody has cut wrong meat. You go and eat somebody's chicken. It's wrong meat that you have gone to cut. They have cursed the chicken. So, God have mercy on you. Yes, may there be a failed harvest in your life. Whatever you must reap, may God have mercy so you don't reap it. Hallelujah. Some of the things, we can see them already. The Bible says it, like they say, the Bible says that anybody who worships an idol, you are cursed. Is there? Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 15. Cursed be the man that maketh any graven or molten image, an abomination unto the Lord, the work of the hands of the craftsman, and putteth it in a secret place, and all the people shall answer and say, Amen. 
So, Bible says you are cursed when you start worshipping an idol, graven image. Some of us in our homes, there's a legba. Do you know legba? Yes, spiritual policeman. Standing in front of the house. One day a brother came to tell us. He said that his mother has come to him with a god. An idol. And he said, it is your turn now to carry it. Everybody carries it for some years. It is now your turn. The baton is being handed over to you. Say, hey, where from this one? It has been in the family. You may not know. They are worshipping idols in the family. So the case is operating fully in your life. That is why you must pray. You are doing manicure, pedicure. When people cases are operating, you better rise and say, Lord, have mercy. May mercy prevail over judgment in your life. Cases are operating. So when you have read something like this, you two don't go and worship an idol. An idol is anything that takes the place of God. And sometimes it can be money. Some people worship money. How do we know? Money makes you do things that God cannot make you do. Once money can make you do something God cannot make you do, you are worshiping money. For example, Sunday morning, some people are not here. They have gone to work. They are worshipping money. <laughs> you can never come to church on Tuesday because you want overtime. You are worshipping money. Anything that takes the place of God can send you. You see people because of money. They wake up early. But God says, wake up early and pray. Mark one thirty-five. A great while before day, the Bible says that he woke up and he prayed. You can't pray. But money can make you wake up at 2 a.m. You will never come for all night, but you will be there. Hey, may no curse operate in your life. May God have mercy and deliver you. Number three, to be cursed is to be sentenced to demotion and inferiority. This was the curse that was inflicted on the devil. He was cursed by God that he will eat out of the ground. Look at it. Genesis chapter 3 verse 14. And the Lord God said to the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon your belly shall you go, and dust shall you eat all the days of your life. When you are demoted to eating from the ground, it's a curse. This was the story of the prodigal son. He left his father's house. You see, when you don't honor your father, you don't honor your mother, you don't know what you are doing. You are opening the door to a curse. His father said, stay here, don't go. He said, no, I have to go. I am now, whatever, eh, independence, independence. By 2017, I am free. I have to go. The father couldn't do anything. He left. By the time he was finished, he was eating from the ground. He had become like a pig and was eating from the ground. It's a picture. When you see somebody eating from the ground like that, it's a curse. You see your life is gone down. 
you are struggling. You can't come up. Every time you are down, you are down there, you are struggling. You can't get up and do well. It's a curse. But today, may it is a curse that is operating in your life. May God have mercy and deliver you from it in the name of Jesus. And sometimes, if you know the cause of it, quickly rectify it. If you know that is the way you have treated your father, the way you have treated your mother, quickly rectify it. Don't stay there and be watching. Number four, I'm just finishing. To be cursed is to have continual sorrow. Yeah. Repetitive, continuous, frequent, unrelenting, and sustained sorrow. Why? It is not normal. The Lord cursed Adam. Genesis 3, 17. And unto Adam he said, Because you have hearkened to the voice of your wife, and you have eaten of the tree which I commanded you not to eat, you shall not eat it. That you shall not eat it. Curse is the ground for your sake. In sorrow shall you eat all the days of your life. Every day you are sad, morose, melancholic. You don't know what it is. You are not happy. It's a curse. Bible calls it the spirit of heaviness. It's a spirit. When Jesus came, one of the things he came to deal with was to deal with the spirit of heaviness. People are sad and sorrowful. You know, I was thinking about it and I feel that even the extreme nature of the temperaments and all that is, is a case. When God made temperament, he didn't make it that you will always be moody and depressed. Melancholics are also very nice people. If you need somebody to handle your money or to be your accountant or to be your cashier or to be your, those people who carry petty cash, what do you call them? You need somebody who is melancholic. Very, very organized people. You can't go to their house and misbehave. Everything is arranged. Yeah. If you're a sanguine, sanguines are the people who just throw things about anyhow. When they dress, they come home, no have to issue what to throw this here. Not organized. And always they marry melancholics. Because opposites attract. But when they attract, they attack. Because the very thing that attracted you to the person is the thing that will make you not like the person. Melancholics are very quiet people, very organized. They don't talk much. So always they need somebody to bring some joy into their lives. And sanguines are like that. They are happy people. When you are having a party, invite a sanguine. He will come and make the place happy. Hey, Abisi Bay, hey, hey. There's joy. If you have only melancholics at your party, the party will be boring. They don't like these type of songs. Check the sweet papa. Oh. No, they don't like. They like classicals. They will be nodding. These are the songs they like. Now, this type of song that yeah, two, yeah, new, me, yeah, yeah, they don't like this type of. So they like when they see a sanguine, he's always happy, smiling. They like that people. But when they marry them too. Two things. They find out that they thought they would make them happy. Sanguines, they are happy in town. But when they go back home, they are quiet. They don't talk. 
They don't talk. Do you know why? Because they are gathering energy to come back the following day to continue. Meanwhile, the melancholic wife was waiting for the husband to come and make her happy. And he has come and he's sitting down quietly. Then he said, hey, why? You won't talk. But when you were in town, when you saw the girls, you were talking, you were jumping. How come you are sitting down here quiet? Eh, it told me, that's how I am. It told me. The marriage is spoiling. But you see, melancholics are always moody. That's not how God made them. It's the case. Continual sorrow. Every day you are sad. You need a man. You see some ladies, when you ask them, why are you marrying him? He makes me laugh. You should go and marry Nkomode or these type of people. <laughs> Mr. Bean. It's not about the person. But it's the case that is operating. You need the Holy Spirit. He is the one who brings joy. Yeah. No side effects. You see, the Holy Spirit, that's why they liken him to alcohol. He said, do not be drunk with wine. Ephesians 5, 18. Wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. So, wine will lead you to do excesses. Misbehave. But the Spirit, you will have joy. Bible said the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such is no law. You'll be very happy. Happy in the Holy Ghost. Happy in the Lord. May the joy of the Lord be strength. Anybody here who has been feeling sad and morose, I pray that the joy of the Lord will overtake you. You shall be happy all the days of your life. Oh, it is possible. It is possible to be happy. Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Paul said, rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. You can be happy. You can be. And the reason why it says rejoice, because re means repeat it. Not just today. Repeat and joys, not just joy, but multiple joy, joys every day. Repetition of joy. Your life must be full of joy. Every day there must be joy. Ha! Ah, I come against that spirit of sorrow and depression that has taken you. You want to even commit suicide. I declare it shall not be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. It's a curse. It will not come your way. You know what? I'm not out of word. I thought I could finish, but I'm just out of time. I couldn't do anything. Half ten. Stand to your feet. I don't know. We, 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 we need more time, I tell you. We preach more, then the time is finished. Wow, but how many are glad that God is delivering you? Your soul has escaped. Lift up your voice and begin to pray right now. 
talk to God. Talk to God. Maybe as I'm speaking, you are that person. You are always depressed. You are always sad. You are not happy. It's a certain spirit. It's a curse. Pray about it right now. Ask God to help you. Ask God to help you. Ask God to help you. In the name of Jesus, pray about it. Pray about it. Pray that God will help you. In the name of Jesus, ask God for mercy. Pray for mercy. Pray that any curse that you must read, may God help you. May you be delivered from that curse in the name of Jesus. Ask God for the grace. Ask God for the mercy. In the name of Jesus, come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in your time of need. Ask God for it. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, we plead for mercy. We plead for mercy. We plead for mercy. Help us, oh God. May our soul escape like the bird out of the snare of the fowler. Lord, break the curse. Break the yoke. Break the curse. In the name of Jesus Christ, we ask for your help. Help us, oh God. Let your will be done in our lives. We bless you, oh God. We give you glory. We give you praise, oh God. Oh, yes. Oh, Jesus. We thank you. Oh, we thank you, O God. We thank you, O God. We bless you, O God. We give you glory. I feel somebody, God is delivering you from depression, extreme depression. God is delivering you from it right now. In the name of Jesus, be delivered from it today. May you be filled with the joy of the Lord. May the joy of the Lord fill your heart. May the joy of the Lord fill your spirit. I cast that spirit. I cast that depression. I cast that sorrow. In the name of Jesus, be loose and be delivered from it. In the name of Jesus, may you be filled with joy. May you be filled with joy. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Today with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, maybe somebody invited you to church today, but you're not born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. If you're here like that, you need Jesus. For Christ is the one who has redeemed us from the curse. And today, you can also be redeemed. Today, if you are here like that, just lift up your right hand wherever you are. I'm going to pray with you. Lift up your right hand. You want to be born again. Let it go up above your head. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. Let it go up. God bless you, sir. Today is a day of salvation. Today is a day to be saved. Let it go up. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, please do one more thing for me. Move out of your seat. Come to me in front here. Come, let's Come pray. Come all the way. Clap for them as they come. Come. Give him your life today. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. God bless you. Let him have his way. Let him have his way. Put your hands together for them. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Those of you in front, I want you to lift up your two hands. We're going to pray together. It's a sign of surrender. 
and just pray this prayer with me say lord jesus this morning i thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins please forgive me all my sins come into my heart make me a new person please write my name in the lamb's book of life from today i will serve you for the rest of my days thank you jesus for saving me amen 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 god bless you god bless you so much what's your name evelyn abigail god bless you you are samuel lawrence christopher daniel god bless you god bless you god bless you your names have been written down in the book of life hallelujah one day this service will be played back to you that you give your life to jesus amen you see our pastor waving his hand he's going to talk to you he'll give you a book by the bishop of this church to help you to serve god okay please go this way clap for them as they go blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.